to the Realtor Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael G. Davis, broker and CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, Realtor plus business coach. And we have another phenomenal guest for today. But before I bring them on, I want to remind you that we are streaming live, live, live to the Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm business Facebook page, as well as our Success in Real Estate YouTube channel. So, for those that are checking us out live, we invite you to place your comments and questions in the live chat. Take part in the show. Also, uh, if you are considering buying a home, look, we are a full service real estate company. Let us guide you through the process step by step. Uh, we'll even schedule showings for you to see any property in the Houston Metroplex. All you got to do is give us a call at the number shown so you can learn more about that. Or maybe you're not buying. Maybe you're considering putting your home on the market for sale, right? We offer some great, no cost, no commitment offers. One of them being a free neighborhood buying and selling activity report. Um, we'll uh, real easy. We'll put that together to give you an idea of what kind of actions going on in your neighborhood. Uh, all we need is your email. We can get that emailed over to you. Or we schedule what's called an in-person property condition home evaluation where one of our professionals will come into your home uh, and they'll take a look at it from a marketability standpoint to see what are some things that you can do, declutter, maneuver, stage, or whatever, give you some insights uh, that could better help you move the property. So again, all of these are no cost, no commitment. Take advantage of them. All right. So without further ado, I'm bringing to the stage uh, one of our newest realtor. He's he's he, he's come onto the scene. He's sitting He's hit it fast, former veteran, uh, sports enthusiast, super excited to have him in the business. Know we're going to be doing great things. You're going to be hearing his name. I want to bring to the stage Mr. David Hawkins. What's going on, Dave? Hey, what's going on, Mr. Davis? Thanks for having me on your platform, you know. Oh, no, man. I'm th I I'm appreciate the fact that you came on board, man, so the world can learn a little bit more about you. So thank you so much, man. All right. Um, now, the reason that we put this platform together was because of, of my 17 years of being in the real estate industry. I feel that as real estate professionals, we hadn't been appreciated. Man, our clients, our customers, sometimes even our colleagues, man, they put us in this box, not recognizing that, look, we're people too, man. We're people. We have passions. We have layers. So I wanted to create this platform where real estate professionals like you, Dave, could come on and showcase the many passions that they have in addition to being in real estate. Uh, and even with, so that's kind of what we do the first part. And then the second part, we do a little bit of coaching, deal with some challenges, business challenges, life challenges that maybe not just you, but even our audience could take away from it. So that's what this is all about. Uh, before I get started, Dave, I know when people hear your story, man, they learn more about you. They're going to want to be able to follow you on social media. Uh, so where can people find you on social media? On Facebook, you can find me Omar Hawkins and uh, Instagram, Real Estate Devo. 
All right. Get in my DMs or my messenger, and you know we can start up a good conversation. There we go. There we go. So that that's th- those are the places. Are you pretty active on social media, buddy? Yes, I'm active. So there we if go. Like, if you if you like my anything, I'm gonna uh, jump into your DMs probably. So <laughs> I'm active on social media. Got to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. So look, I always start out with this first question because again, this about people. Uh, learning about the other passions, hobbies, and things that you have going on. So what are some hobbies or activities uh, that you or your family are a part of? Uh, you know, I'll go to church sometime. I'm definitely a ball player. You know, I'm in okay. all the sports. I might be at Toyota. I might be at NRG. I might be at Minute Maid. I might be on the front row. I might be in a nosebleed. Okay. But, uh, I'm always at those events. Music. You know, I love music, so I love going to concerts. Uh, Houston is a great foodie city, so I'm always at one of these great vegan events we have. So I'm just I'm in a lot of things. So I'm always out and about. Absolutely. All right. So we'll we'll cover a couple of them, man. So you mentioned the sports. So uh, tell me about that. Like what got you in the sports? Uh, growing up, I played ball, you know, uh, all the way up to 12th grade. I was a hoop dreamer, varsity captain back in my hoop dream days. Okay. So uh that's what got me into it. You know, that's a good way to stay out of trouble when you're young. So I played ball, kept me out of trouble. Yeah. And uh, it was a good opportunity. You learn some things, how to work hard, teamwork, a lot of good stuff you can bring in life forever with the with the basketball. Absolutely. What what high school did you go to, Dave? C. King High School. All right, so C. On, King. On the north side, yeah. northeast side, you know. Yeah. I mean, if I dunked on, dunked on you before, you could go ahead and uh, jump in my comments because I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> or if they dunked on you though, they can get the comments too. Never, never, never. <laughs> what position did you play? Shooting guard. All right, so combo guard, co- combo guard, really. Yeah. So combo or shooting guard. Uh, you was out on the wings. Yeah, I like That's to shoot. Sweet. So. All right, so so basketball. So you played that in uh, in high school. Uh, what else? Like, you looks like you're in the football. You're in the baseball. So uh, is that just more because of you? You know, you're a local. You know, fanatic or definitely. I'm not trying to get hit with no baseball or no football, but I love watching it. Really, more football. I like going to to a baseball game and yeah, playoffs. But I'm not too much of a baseball. But I do check them out if they get hot. I'll go to Minute Maid and check them out. It's always a fun time. Only if they win it, though, right? Only if they win it, and you ain't gonna find me there when they owe in seventy five. Nah, they ain't gonna be there. (laughs) They ain't gonna get that. They ain't gonna get that cash out of you for that. Nah. That's sweet, man. All right. So um, other than any any of the local teams, do you do you look at any of the other teams that maybe be uh, in the NFL or the NBA that are not Houston based? Uh, and I used to be a San Diego native. I used to check them out. So now I still keep tabs on the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, yeah, uh, I say they, they didn't move now. But, they didn't uh, move, man. They, they in L.A. But I still I'm still kind of loyal. That's my second love, you know, so. Right. That's the only team I really besides that I gotta be loyal to the Texans. I can't be doing too much playing both sides, you know. I feel you gotta have at least one favorite team, man. You can't have multiple ones. <laughs> you know. Well, look, man, that's interesting because you know, we're going out to San Diego uh in November. And one of our agents, that's where the National Association of Realtors Conference is gonna be. Uh, we're gonna be going out there to support her, man. I know we had sent out some information. So if you're interested in you know getting involved or taking part, man, let me know since that's some of your old stopping grounds. I definitely saw that, and it definitely piqued my interest. Piqued your interest. 
my stop now, stopping grounds. You definitely, now, yeah. now, I know one of the things, uh, Dave, you were in the Navy, right? That's where you went out of high school? Uh, yes. And uh, and uh, so the reason that you were in San Diego, is that where the Naval uh, Boot Camp Correct. is? Correct. No, it uh, used to be in uh, San Diego. Now it's in Chicago. But in the 80s, oh. it was in San Diego. But uh, yes, that's where I was stationed in Point Loma for a good four years. Mm-hmm. Never rains in Southern California, 75 <laughs> degree weather every day. So it was great experience in the Absolutely. California. I agree with you, man, because like one of the first trips that I went to was to San Diego because my brother was actually in the Navy. Um, and I believe he was stationed out there in um, San Diego. Do you guys have a base in Long Beach, too? Uh, yes. He must have mm-hmm. been a Marine or something. Nah, he wasn't no Marine, bro. He ain't built <laughs> oh, like that. <laughs> that boy was a they got a marine. They got a marine. Maybe he was just TAD there or something for a little. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So I went. We had went to his, but you know what? He his boot camp was out there because we had the reason we went to San Diego was for his graduation, uh, out of boot camp. And uh, one of the funniest stories, man. We had came back. Uh, I was in middle school at the time, and I told my teacher was like, "Yeah, you know, you know, we went to San Diego, this, this, and that." And she was like, "Did y'all go to the San Diego Zoo?" And I was like. No, <laughs> what? you didn't go what? to the San Diego Zoo. That's exactly what she said. That's how she said it. That's how she looked at it. You ain't go to the San Diego Zoo. You was in San Diego. It is like, their no, largest attraction, really. But I know. Well, you know what? Ended up going back when I became an adult, and I made it. When I tell you, I made it a point that we was gonna go to the San Diego Zoo. I held on to that memory all them years, and was like, "No, nah, this time we go to the San Diego Zoo." So we've been there. San Diego Zoo made me appreciate the Houston Zoo. I'll tell you that. Oh, really? <laughs> I was not that impressed, but <laughs> so Houston, you got a pretty good zoo, you know. Y'all, yeah, yeah, it's San Diego. <laughs> it is big though, man. Because I remember they got this one, this zip line takes you across one side of the zoo to the other side of the zoo in San Diego. I do remember that. Um, but that's that's cool, man. All right, so you know, with being what other hobbies? Like, what else are you into? I know you mentioned about the food. So, what is it about the food that kind of ex- inspires you, or gets you going here, being in the city of Houston? Well, food, so much variety in Houston is what I love, what I missed when I was gone so many years. You know, you can go get some gumbo some days. You can go get some vegan. You can go mm-hmm. get some barbecue. You could go get some seafood. You could just, yeah. you know, go get some Caribbean food. And probably find it at a festival, you know, where yeah. somebody doing it on the grill. So that's just, it's just a gumbo pot. You know, that's why we the coolest city in America because <laughs> stuff like that, you know, it's definitely can be able to put some pounds on down here in H. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, you may be a little biased though. It sounds like a little bit of bias in your voice uh, by being a native, but I'm, I'm a native too. So I'm gonna rock with you on it and they just got to catch up. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, Oh, what was I finna ask? So, uh, man, I was in Bel Air. I was in Bel Air on Saturday, man, and they, and they have a Moroccan restaurant. That was my first time seeing something like that. I was like, they got a Moroccan cafe right okay. here. So that is one of the things about Houston, man. You you gonna see a variety of the entire world. We're definitely in an international city. I can say that. Uh, and and from you, you know, being in the Navy, I know you probably saw a lot of the world. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that really really speaks to you where are some of the places that you went when you was in the navy over 50 countries i lived in japan for five years 
Uh, I've been to Australia. I've been to Singapore. I've been to Thailand. I've been to Iraq. I've been to Morocco. I've been to Djibouti. <laughs> I've been, to, I can't even count them all, but I've been everywhere. I've yeah. seen the world in it. We blessed to live in Houston. I'll tell you that because we got some good food. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's 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 phenomenal. Um, you know, over 50 countries, man. That is, I mean, you know, that's that's something that I would love to be able to do before, you know, I pass through the, these gateways uh from life, man. But that is that is definitely a something to to be a to be amazed of. You know, one thing that I say about the children of today. Uh, I think a lot of why they don't appreciate what they have is because they haven't had that experience um, to see. I think we take a lot of what we have here in America for granted, even America and all of its flaws. Uh, and you probably can attest to this is a, is probably better than a lot of places that you saw. Uh, I mean, America is a very protected. So we very protected. You know, we citizens with a lot of rights over here compared to, you know, other countries where they might not have as many rights. We can really. You got some constitutional rights pretty good over here. But yeah. uh, as far as, you know, other things, food and just the way they live, it's, it's a lot different. So, yeah, America is kind of like um, a, strict, a strict parent. You know, they keep a, a, a tight, tight, tight eye on us. And it's not it's not so crazy. If some get crazy over here, they're going to put a stop to it. Yeah. Like yeah. everywhere else. But, I got you. I got you. Well, good stuff. All right. Well, so with these passions, you know, the foodie, you know, uh, your 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 time in the military and definitely want to say thank you for your service. Uh, thank you for camera. your support. <laughs> definitely want to say that uh, with the sports. Like, how do you blend all of this with your real estate career? I mean, I'm actually an introvert, but I got like more extrovert personality. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I'm conserved and I just like to my real estate is just my alter ego i guess you can say you know where i start dealing with people and i like doing it so i don't know it's in the good book of proverbs it tells you you know uh that the woman gonna buy some land so when that woman's buying some land they're talking about somebody from me or real estate so that's really one of my inspirations why i wanted to get because hey that's the only way you're gonna run into that proverbs 31 woman there it is. <laughs> You're gonna run into it with the real estate deal, huh? She she buying houses. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> ah, that is hilarious. All right, so I right, but being being an introvert, uh, you know, but being in the real estate, you know, it requires a lot of networking and things like that. So is that is that one of the main mediums that you utilize with trying to grow your business and and maybe blend all of your passions together? Yes, I mean, it's a work in progress, but so far it's been going good. You know, if you like doing something, it's not so hard to talk to somebody about it. We got something in common, so it's not like I'm talking to them about something we don't have in common, you know. So it's pretty easy to get rid of that introvert. I'm not like a super conserved guy, but I am a calculated guy. So, yeah, yeah, you're intentional. So what what is it that you like about real estate? You've mentioned that a lot, um, that you like it you know you're doing something that you like which is a blessing into itself because there's a lot of people out here that are they're doing things but they don't like it you know what is it that likes that you like about real estate i mean i'm already in the contracts i used to be in the contracts in the military so it's just i'm i'm in the contracts so it's, that's what really what real estate is contracts mm -hmm. offers and getting contracts signed. so 
that's what I realized that might be something I want to do. And then when I started doing it, I'm like, oh, I definitely could do this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just contracts, really. What was it that attracted you about real estate? Like, what made you become a real estate professional? Like I said, that good old book of Proverbs attracted it to me. That was my first, like, what you want to do? When I was in the military, I was like, I'm not happy doing this. I need to do something to be happy doing. Yeah. And and uh, I ran. I've been, you know, before I got out, I thought about it for a few years. Like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up doing it. Wow. Living your dream. Exactly. Now, if you what 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 was uh what was competing with the real estate piece? Like, if you weren't a real estate professional, what's the thing that you would that you would be doing? Probably a coach. Mm-hmm. You know, I could be a coach, teacher. Yeah. You know, I do a lot of instruction. I'm a good teacher. Okay. Passionate about that. So if I wasn't if if I wasn't doing this real estate, I definitely would you know pick up a. I can give back like that. Yeah. Still yeah. giving back with real estate, but it's a different way, you know. No, I agree with you. I tell people all the time, some of the best realtors are teachers, nurses, like um, uh, social workers, uh, waiter, waiters, waitresses, like people that are in the service industry. You know, they want to cater. They want to serve people. Uh, and they do it like a teacher, man. For you to be a teacher nowadays, you got to do it because you like doing it, right? Because it's so much work, so much pressure. Same thing with social work. You know, those are, you know, b- having people be able to take that uh, type of personality and bring it over to where you're dealing with the larger ticket item. Uh, we've definitely found that level of success. So you saying that if you weren't a realtor, you'd probably be a teacher or a counselor. I could definitely see that um, because those um, careers, they they overlap. Right. Um, that's awesome, man. So when it comes to being a real estate professional, what scares you? What scares you about being a real estate professional today? Scares not really one of my words. All right, you so, ain't scared of nothing. No, nah, I really I like you know a loss is a lesson, so that's what I embrace every time. Every time I I did get something wrong in this real estate, I learned something from it. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's gonna make me better eventually. Yeah. So I'm just embracing mistakes because you know that's how you get better. I'm not really a scary guy. Absolutely. All right, man. I love I love I love the answer, bro. Okay. So let's pivot a little bit, because like I said earlier, you know, one portion of the Real to Life podcast is for you to open up a window into your life so people can see, you know, learn about you. And, you know, we've learned a lot about you, a lot about your world travels, about, you know, your sports, uh, your, you know, your uh, interest in food and your love for your city. Uh, So I really appreciate that. Um, But with me being a coach, right, a certified coach, real estate coach, business coach, also, best like coach in the game, best coach, baby. That's what I'm saying. Coaches, matter of fact, since you like coaching, I can develop you in the one in, in the, my newest crop of coaches to help us expand this thing that we're doing over here at Brooks and Davis. This one on one coaching thing. Um, uh, but with that being said, man, I, you know, talk to me about maybe a life challenge. Uh, what's your biggest life challenge that you're that you're maybe facing right now, if you don't mind sharing? Uh, then maybe we can talk through it and see if we can come up with some solutions. Uh, biggest life challenge we're gonna go with something called stubbornness. <laughs> now, that's you, you a stubborn person, or you're dealing with people that are stubborn? Uh, I'm a stubborn person, yes. Okay. That's one of my own vices that I, you know, sometimes find myself stumbling over. <laughs> well, the great thing about it, David, is that uh, you at least are self aware uh, of it, so it's not like you're trying to uh, deny 
now, where does it show up, though? Like, where does the stubborn typically show up in your life? Execution. Okay. You How know, so? Like, Timetables, you're supposed to have something complete. You know, if you can be on yourself a little harder, you would have made your timetable. But mm-hmm. stubbornness, <laughs> kind of the second cousin of procrastination. <laughs> so, you know, I try to, stubbornness is kind of kind of close to procrastination. So you feel like you feel like you being stubborn has stopped you from hitting deadlines? Definitely. All right. So now let me ask you this question. What had what what is so important to you about deadlines? I mean, time is money. So you got to meet that deadline just to it's just the way of the world. You got to you got to be on time. Okay. Got on time then you're going to be behind. Okay. 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 So so time is important to you it is very important most most important thing to me maybe all right now is that your time other people's time or just time as a construct all three but my time is definitely the most important (laughs) okay all right so now with with you hit with you missing the deadlines with time being that important to you then there's a disconnect somewhere as it relates to you missing the deadlines so what is what is getting in to cause that level of disconnect to where you have something that's really important to you yet when it's time to execute upon that importance you drop the ball like what what do you think is getting distractions distracting my time all right so getting distracted so in essence it's having this time but utilizing it to do other things Okay. Correct. All right. Not so, maximizing your time. Not maximizing the time. Now, these other things that you're doing when utilizing your time, do you enjoy doing these things? Well, you got to enjoy it because if you didn't, then you wouldn't be doing it. You wouldn't be spending your time in that area. Uh, no, they just stuff that got to get done. You know, it's just stuff that got to get done. So, so I'm, does I'm that make my time to put it in something else? So, you know, that time is more valuable. But this, you got you, you got to put that time in. Yeah, but does it, when you say there are things that got to get done, does it make does it make those things more important than the deadline? Like I know I got this deadline over here with this activity, but this activity is showing up, so I need to divert my time over to this activity because it's more important than this one over here. Is that what's happening? Correct. All right. Now is that wrong? Nah, but it's a transition. You know, okay. Transition period. How so, though? Because to me, that seems like common sense, right? That seems like you being a very responsible human being. If you're working on something, but something else shows up that's more important that has a higher level of value than the thing that you're working on, to me, it just seems like the responsible thing is to begin working on this new activity. Correct. Right. So that's not really anything. I mean, I, I really wouldn't call that being stubborn. I would call that being responsible. I mean, I'm hard on myself, you know. <laughs> you from a coaching standpoint, I'm on some, you know, I'm hard on myself. So. <laughs> well, maybe you should ease up on yourself, man. It's cool. It's cool. Hey, look, let me ask you a question. Would you like working for somebody that was hard on you? I could take it if it's oh, beneficial. But that wasn't my question. Would you like it? Like it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It depends on how, how I'm, you know, how he doing me. But if it's like, I don't know. If he's hard, love, 
Tough love, I don't know. I can handle it. It depends, though. I can't be getting cussed out and every every day. But yeah. if you're telling me to do something, and I'm like, he really telling me something to do. It's just his way of saying it or they way of saying it. I can yeah. get past that. You feel like that's the best way to pull your best potential out? A person by being hard on you, you feel like that's the best for, way to for get me for you. It's yeah. better for me, you know. Yeah, you gotta okay. push. You gotta. You might have to push me a little different than you know everybody else. I learned a different way. Okay, tough love does kind of work for me. All right. So, uh, so you being hard on yourself is that working for you? Yes, it worked. Okay. All right. Well, look, I don't. I don't feel like you should change something that's working. It's working. It's yeah. definitely working. Mm-hmm. So what what are some things that may not be working that maybe we could talk about? Uh, not working in life. Or we can look at real estate. What are some what are some areas in real estate you feel like you could be further along if you dealt with some aspect or whatever? Uh, getting your next client. Okay. Okay. You know, getting your next client. You get a few deals and then you know you got to keep working though absolutely and so it's like uh well let me ask process, you this well look at, it, look at it from this standpoint david uh there was some particular activity activities or activity that you did to get that first client well to get that next client i would assume you just keep doing the same activities that you were doing correct right so is that something that you you continue to do the same activities? I mean, I'm looking back. I mean, I just started, and you know, right. I only got a few clients under my belt. But uh, I'm looking back, and I'm saying, uh, you've been working with these clients, but you need to get back on the, you know, you got to get back on the grind side of things too. You got to get back in the streets. The you know, stuff the market, that the, the, the stuff that the stuff that got you the clients to begin yeah, with. The bumping yeah. shoulders at the, you know, uh, at all these events. Yeah, you know, I ain't absolutely. been going as many events as I went to in May and June. Absolutely. And see, you know what, Dave? That's a that's a a connection that a lot of especially new realtors miss, right? When you get out here, you don't have any clients, so you're putting a lot of energy, a lot of effort into, you know, again, networking, putting yourself in position to attract business opportunities, like you said earlier, grinding. You're putting a lot of that groundwork in. Well, then it pays off, right? So you get a you get a client here, you get a client there. Well, you get so excited you got this client. So now you begin to start working with this client to try to get them to turn into something, to turn into fruition. And it pulls you away from that grind, that original grind that you were doing to, to acquire the client. So then what happens is you've now spent this energy and this effort into just working with these clients that you have now. And then you look up and you realize you ain't got no new clients coming in. And whether this client works out or not, it's going to come to an end at some point. And once it comes to an end, it's like you're starting at a dead stop. Right. So, yeah, the way to combat that is that you got to remember that every day you and now it doesn't have to be at the same degree that you did when you didn't have any clients. But you still got to be doing something that's going to put you put you in a position to where you're attracting new business, so you can create a pipeline. That's why we use that term pipeline. It needs to be a continual flow, right? It needs to continually have 
things, activity, opportunity flowing through it. And the only way that that happens is kind of like at my house. Uh, if I want to have a continual flow of water to come out of my faucet, then I got to have it turned on. Um, the moment I turn it off, then that flow, that flow stops. So those activities that grind is making sure that your faucet is on. So you got to make sure that your, your real estate faucet is always on, regardless of if you're working with a client or not. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's that's a good thing. All right, man. Well, before I let you go, man, what uh you trying to let me go? Oh no, dang, you trying hey, look, to let me go? Tom is flying. Tom is flying, man. And you know, it's an important thing. I gotta be conscious of your time, you know what I'm saying? I don't wanna, you know, I know it's so important. I how you feel about time, I don't want to step on your toes. Nah, you got that precious time, man. You, you talking <laughs> some realness. We ain't wasting no time absolutely man uh are there any uh, is there anything else you want the people to know the audience to know about you or any final words if you're looking to buy or sell a house you need to be coming to me so i can take you to brooks and david so we can get the transaction done that's what i need to tell you <laughs> absolutely man that's the kind of energy that i like man if I, if I if i can get all of them to be like you david man we will already be the number one real estate company of production and profitability bro hey don't worry we're gonna get there absolutely absolutely man all right, man. Well, look, uh, I, I really, really appreciate, you know, you being on board and you sharing, you being an open book to my audience, man. I appreciate you, you know, joining our firm. I know you came through as uh, one of our interns with ACC through that relationship. Uh, you came in as our affiliate. You know, when you passed your exam, you called me up, said you was ready to go. You, you came on board uh, and now we're working together to get you going. So you're definitely an asset to the company, brother. And I and I want to just uh, verbally, you know, say that to you. Uh, I know you got a great future in place as it relates to real estate because you have a lot of attributes that you bring to the industry um, that, man, you just can't coach that. You can't teach that. You already bring it to the table. So we're just here to help guide you, help leverage it, uh, take you to that next level, man. So appreciate that. Appreciate you being on the show today. Um, and we look we look forward to continuing to grow together. Thanks. God bless. Thanks. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> get the views up, man. Let's get the views up. <laughs> They're gonna come, man. They're gonna come. All right. So before we go, man, let me just tell everybody, fill everybody in on some upcoming events that we have. Um, today at 2:30, even with tropical storm slash hurricane slash tropical storm, Nicholas, we still in the building doing our um we're going to do our mastermind through tough times today at 2 30. Uh, the title advice to Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, second born kids will drive you crazy. That's right. So we're going to be talking about that today at 2 30. Again, we go in live on our Facebook page, live on our YouTube channel. Uh, so jump on uh, there at 2 30. Uh, make sure you like us on the Facebook page or subscribe to the YouTube channel. So you'll be notified when we go live. All right, tomorrow we're doing a contracts one-on-one -on -one class. So make sure uh, if you feel like you need to get a better understanding of the contracts, the wonderful family, we're going to be looking at that. Then I encourage you, RSVP, we're going to put the link up, RSVP for the contracts one-on-one -on -one class. I'm going to be the one facilitating that. So that's going to be tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Um, and then also for my Brooks and Davis agents, uh, if you're if you just signed up with us, we're doing our uh, orientation on next on tomorrow at two o'clock. That's where we get you plugged in. So if you just signed up, make sure you attend from two to four. Uh, if you're considering 
signing up with Brooks and Davis. Let's go ahead and get it taken care of today so we can get you into tomorrow's orientation. We only do orientations twice a month, uh, and it's a great way to jumpstart uh, what you got going on in your career in real estate as it relates to the resources, the support, and everything that we offer. We get you connected. Uh, so we have that coming up. Meet the broker. We're doing that on Thursday. Uh, so if you want to you want to come talk, you want to come see what more we have to offer, uh, you just want to learn a little bit about just the real estate business in general, right? You're looking at almost 20 years of experience, just me alone, not even taking into account the other agents, the other brokers that are part of our firm, just myself. Well, we're doing that on Thursday, starting at five o'clock. Come in, let's chat it up a little bit. I can talk to you a little bit about, show you a little bit about what's going on with the uh, with Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. Uh, so we're doing that on Thursday at five. But what we're also doing is I'm doing a similar thing on our west location and our north location. So on that same Thursday between 11 and three, we're going to be at the west location, uh, which is in the energy corridor. Uh, and that's going to be from 11 to three. And I'm, again, kind of a semi meet the broker for my realtors, people that are out in that area that want to learn a little bit more about Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. Uh, so I'll be out there on this Thursday, 11 to 3, at our West location. Again, you can RSVP for that event. We'll make sure we have that in the RSVP link. Uh, but it's off the I-10 between uh, Kirkwood and Wilcrest. It's out in that area. Just hit the RSVP if you don't know the address and if you're interested in doing it. Uh, then, you know, send us an email, send us a phone, uh, call into the office, and we'll get you connected if it's not on the RSVP link. So we're doing that on Thursday. And then on Friday, we're doing the same thing in the north location. So from 11 to 3, I'll be out there. That location is near the Woodlands. Um, so off of Rayford Sawdust, off 45 North, going to be out there 11 to 3. It's going to be, again, similar to the Meet the Broker. Uh, so we got that coming up Thursday and Friday. Uh, and then we got a great lunch and learn. September 23rd, save the date. Uh, a company, AFN National Legacies team, Mr. Keith Webster, we're bringing him down. He's out of Atlanta. Uh, they're looking to open up a footprint, but they got some great platforms uh, that they're going to present to our Brooks and Davis agents uh, and any realtor that comes. So they're providing lunch. It's going to be at Maggiato's uh, here on South Post Oak. That's going to be September 23rd, and that's going to be a great event as well. Make sure that you uh, like our Facebook business page so you'll be able to see all the flyers. You'll be able to you know, see all the links to RSVP and stay in the loop of all the great things that we have uh, going on. All right. With that being said, if you are in the process of getting your real estate license, you know, we are looking to grow. We want to be the number one real estate company in production and profitability. And if you are in the process of getting your real estate license or you're with a brokerage firm and you're thinking of making a change, I encourage you to visit the link shown and schedule a personal company introduction with me to learn how we train, educate, and support our agent members. Again, we got three locations now. So we can meet here at our central location. We can meet on the west location. We can meet on the north location, just depending on where you live. Uh, and you can learn more about what we have. I mean, because we are serious about our agent support program, which includes everything from one-on-one -on -one coaching, mentorship. Uh, and for you who are not licensed yet, I talked a little bit about it with David. He came through HCC, came through our affiliate program. So we have an affiliate membership uh, that's something that I can talk to you about as well. So I invite you to schedule your in-person or online company introduction with me today. I said it, it can be in-person at one of our three locations or it can be online. Either way, I encourage you to schedule it. 
Uh, with that being said, this has been the Real to Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael G. Davis, broker and CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, Realtor Plus Business Coach, looking forward to coaching you into the cosmos. It's time to take off, baby. Make it a great one. We'll talk to you later. Right. Can you get you right? Create a new life.